Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hello and welcome to this episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. And today I have Steve Aniel Nobel with me today. We're going to be talking all about star seeds. He is the author of five nonfiction books. The most recent is a free ebook entitled Star Seeds. He was a director of a not-for-profit spiritual organization called Alternatives based in St. James Church, Piccadilly, London, W1 for 13 years, leaving on the winter solstice of 2012. Subsequently, he began his own healing and awakening work. He has created a healing system called Soul Matrix Healing for Starseeds. He has created a library of free resources, including meditations, transmissions to help starseeds, which are freely available on his website and YouTube channel. These meditations and transmissions are played all over the world. And so far, the platform has over 126,000 subscribers. He regularly runs events, at least before this current global nonsense, in the UK, Europe, and the US. Steve, welcome. Thanks, Liz. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you. I met you for the first time um, down in Portland oh, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. Loved the workshop. It was so much fun. Yeah, I love going there. Portland is such a cool place. Uh, I was staying, was it, is it Alberto? Is it Alberto Road or something that it's a whole long road? It's very kind of alternative and, you know, it's wonderful. Yeah, I loved it. Such a nice crowd there, Portland. Yeah, it really is. And nice little pockets. Yeah, that neighborhood was fantastic. I loved the energy. It was good. And the host was fantastic too. So I'm hoping you come back out and see us. I know that kind of got kiboshed because of lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> before. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully. You'll back. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. All right. So, Steve, how did you get on this journey of Starseed? So, what got you on this path? It all started in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I popped out. Where am I? You know, where am I? Uh, in, in a very 3D family. <clears throat> in that 3D family, I was interested in magical stuff and my family were going, no, 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 none of that. None of that stuff. My, when I was about nine, I think my father, there was a new program on TV called Bewitched. Do you remember that Bewitched thing? Oh, yes, I loved it. <laughs> was it uh, Elizabeth Montgomery? She was brilliant with the, the nose switching thing. And my father, the first episode said, this is not suitable viewing for you. And I'm like, what's wrong with it? It's, it's lie. It's, can you imagine the bewitched is not suitable viewing for me? <laughs> so that was the that set the tone for the whole of my childhood and teenage years. Um, <clears throat> when I was a teenager, I was really looking around for spirituality, but I couldn't really find it. So I kind of shut down, became normal, got married, had a mortgage, had two children. And then at the age of, I don't know, it was 33, I think I started waking up. And it was like, oh my gosh, uh, my father died. And that, that was a trigger. I woke up and that was the first awakening I had. And it was um, magical, miracle, synchronicity, learning about parking angels, learning about crystal healing. It was all like, wow, all the things I thought were possible somewhere, but I thought was probably not just that fantasy suddenly was there. It was just like, these things are real and, you know, crystal healings for real and all this kind of stuff. And um telepathy's for real <clears throat> and my ex-wife 
didn't really like that very much. And so we actually ended up divorcing and um, which was, that was the painful bit, but I was on my path and um, uh, I became eventually a director of alternatives, which was a spiritual organization. It was just, everything was magical synchronicity, go that way, go this way, connect with that person. And, you know, I, I started um, dating people that I had some past life connections with and all lovely and light and soul connections. And, oh, I've, I've known you before and all this. And it was all kind of lovely and adventurous and edgy. And then uh, life settled down. I was with a, a second long term partner for 12 years. We were on the similar path. I was at Alternatives as a director. And everything seemed to be okay. But then come 2009, 2010, I started getting this feeling that something wasn't right. And it was like, but I thought everything I, I should be all right. I tried delegating my work, shifting things around, going on another holiday or whatever I had to do. But the tension built more and more. And then there was a trigger point 2010 which sent me into a kind of a dark night of the soul really for six years i had this long dark night of the soul i resigned as a director of alternatives i parted from my second long-term partner and so all the anchors of my life left spirit cut off it was like abandoned you know like jesus on the cross where have you gone it's like you know you were there everything was so cool and synchronicities and flow and suddenly for six years that's a long time to have nothing like you know spirit wasn't knocking at my door i was kind of left bereft thinking i've been abandoned um wow. i learned a lot about a lot about the dark side of the force because i got kicked about by lower energies and entities quite badly and uh, and i didn't really have the tools to deal with them at the time i was frantically searching around how can i deal with this stuff and then i started finding some resources at the end of six years i started coming out and then one morning I woke up and the voice of spirit or higher self or a guide, I'm not sure who was speaking to me, said, you know, like you're back kind of thing. Uh, time to teach about star seeds and ascension. I thought that was the first thing, you know, not like kind of, hey, great, you know, you're out. It was just like, right, now get on the path and start teaching. And I'm like, oh, give me a break for a minute. But uh, I spent two weeks thinking, am I going to do this? It feels a bit out there. My family already think I'm weird enough. And but I thought there's no point resisting it. I might as well just say yes. So I went with it. I started teaching. I didn't really know that much about ascension and star seeds at the beginning. I had to really learn fast. And now five years later, I think I've got a handle on a lot of the elements. Of course, we don't know everything. There's always some new element that we're finding. Going, oh, I didn't know about that. There's always some new way of neutralizing the dark of moving through this ascension process more gracefully. But that's the it's a sharp curve, I think, for everyone at the moment. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah. Definitely at the moment. <laughs> the moment that's been going on since March 2020, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump right into Starseed. So for our audience that doesn't know what a Starseed is, what is a Starseed? All right. A Starseed is um, someone who's not native to this dimension of the earth, which means um, we have to consider the soul is multidimensional. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean not native? Where else is there? Well, if the soul is multidimensional, there's plenty of other places. And there's other dimensions and planes of existence. This is just one plane. This is just one dimension of the earth, apparently. There are many other dimensions of the earth, some nicer and some less nice, you know. And um, Jesus, the Christ, said, in my father's mansion, there are many rooms, which I didn't have. A, I thought, what is he talking about? 
What does it mean? What does it matter if his father's house got many rooms? Who cares? You know, it's not it's like some rich guy saying, hey, look at my house. It didn't make any sense to me then. But now it makes sense that he's trying to say um, there are dimensions and spaces that we can live in. And um, this dimension is ascending. So star seeds are here because of the ascension. Most people who ask me, am I a starseed? I don't even bother, you know. I said, just look, you, if you're going to be attracted to people like me or you, you, you just don't even ask the question. You are one because there's nobody in their right mind who was a starseed would be interested because they, they just think you're nuts. I'm nuts, you know. Why are you talking? My family used to look at me like, am I crazy? Angels, what's that? You know, I um, <clears throat> talking about ascension or guides. They were just like, oh, my daughter... My, my my son is a bit more freaked out, I think, by what I do. But my daughter's a little bit more. She takes sees the funny side. I showed her my um <laughs> my business card. It's this nice kind of gold business oh, card there. Yeah, and she went and looked at my Instagram account on the back, and she said, "Dad, you say you're a Jedi. What are you talking about?" And because it was tongue in cheek on my Instagram, I said, "I'm a Jedi. You know, the Force be with you, and all of that." And I just tease her mercilessly now about, you know, I'm doing Jedi stuff and, you know, don't call me now. I'm doing it. I've got a Jedi meeting. I, and she does see this funny side of it. So starseeds are not native here, which means they've had uh, lives in other dimensions, other uh, planetary systems, other star races, other rules of reality. You know, this is just the rules of gravity um, are different in other systems. You know, it's rules of electromagnetic energy, magnetic energy are different. So we are acclimatized to this, these rules here. Uh, but like the matrix uh, says, you know, rules can be bent or broken. Even these rules that govern this dimension can be bent or broken, which is the magical dimension of life. Starseeds are here to help with the shift. And there's a lot of light coming on the planet and starseeds are integrating it in their energy fields and their DNA and they're awakening it. It's almost like a light virus, actually. It's interesting because the virus which has been released, I would say, deliberately, is a reflection on the other side of the light virus, which is starseeds. Starseeds are a light virus in a dark world. Kind of, A virus goes into an organism and from the inside out starts changing it. And that's what starseeds are doing. They're a light virus breaking up dark bloodlines, dark families, dark cultures, you know, and bringing more light, more kind of expansive thinking, more love, more unity consciousness away from this old paradigm of us versus them, dog eat dog, kill the competition, which is the old mindset that starseeds don't have that mindset. Starseeds have a feeling of not belonging. They belong to the club of not belonging, actually. This is what I think about starseeds. I, I think I don't belong anywhere, but actually I know I know I belong to all these. I've now got actually 129,000 on my YouTube. There's all this club of not belonging people who are all gathering saying, hey, we like what you're doing. We want to connect with you. Um, they're drawn to alternative lifestyles, sustainability. They're, they're often drawn to con complementary health you know from a young age i was interested in organic food macrobiotic food they're they're drawn to caring for the body they're drawn to nature they find nature very healing usually they're drawn to futuristic stuff star trek for me was just like uh, the first color program i think I ever saw was star trek where the phaser that little red beam came out i thought oh this is amazing they can shoot little red beams at each other and they've got these little clickety click mobile phones that say beam me up and all of that and they disappear in a cloud of light and um doctor who was something that i loved i loved superhero comics i was just drawn to all of that stuff i was also drawn to futuristic stuff you know lots of books projects films um the matrix was just like 
I watched it for the hundredth time three days ago. I was just like, oh my, this is this is a documentary. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a film. <laughs> uh, star seeds tend to be future, the present to future orientated. Where Earth's people have been here a long time and not star seeds are present to past. What's been before? What happened before? What war went on before? So I've got two brothers who are not starseeds and they're obsessed about the past. They're obsessed about what happened when we were the age six. You know, I remember I got a WhatsApp message from one of my brothers saying, do you remember this toy you got when you were, when you were six for Christmas? And I didn't get it, but you got it. And I've got one now. And I'm like, really? How old are you? You know, but that is a typical thing really in my family. Um, they're not so attached to the past. They're not really interested in the past. The past is over. We're looking to a new future, something different. Um, they have a different form of intelligence. They download stuff very differently. So, I mean, for me, I, I didn't download stuff so easily when I was, I was still asleep. But when a star seed starts waking up, they can download. So I've seen a lot of these new kids coming in this new wave. They don't study for their exams. They just play on computer games and then download it and pass their exams. And I've asked their parents, how did they do that? And the parents are going, I don't know. They just play computer games. They don't study and they pass all their exams. It is quite incredible. And I've seen um, a few people do that. So star seeds know how to download stuff like Tesla and Einstein, just download complete ideas experiment there's no experimentation not like um, edison who did was it ten thousand experiments to get the light bulb pedantic you know uh, tesla tesla and edison didn't get on because they one was a star seed one not and they just thought they're just completely opposite ends of the planet so star seeds come for different reasons they come to expand consciousness they come for healing they come to awaken dna light body they come to um open ley lines sacred sites they come to birth a heaven on earth they come as the innovators the artists the warriors the crypto warriors the whistleblowers the awakeners the dark arts neutralizers so it's a big range of things because this old paradigm needs to be neutralized there's lots of different jobs to doing it you know yes. we've just got one job but there are a lot of other jobs going on Lots of layers going on that definitely need some change, not only in internal family structures and all these new kids being born to like stop the patterns, the family patterns, right? But there is also the patterns in the world globally that need to be yeah. altered and changed. And thank goodness that the shift is going on and that's happening around the world. So you said neutralizing the darkness. You want to tap into that a little bit? Yeah, neutralize the darkness. So this paradigm um, of the Earth has been a 3D world. 3D world is is characterized by opposition to the light, growth through opposition to the light. You want to learn about light? You want to learn about evolution? Well, then come to a gym where it's opposed, like pulling weights, you know. You want to learn about courage? Get on the battlefield. You want to learn about love? Have your heart broken. You know, all of these the dynamics. You want to learn about having a voice? Go into a family where you're blocked from expressing yourself. These are... The dynamics, you know, it's the no, no, you're not doing that until you go, yes, I am. You know, I'm going to do it, whatever, by hook or by crook. Dark forces have been ruling the planet uh, hidden for a long time now. Um, you could say, I don't want to freak your listeners out too much, but I would say that behind the scenes, behind what people now call deep state or cabal or Illuminati, um, there are these super rich families and networks which are above um, corporations are above governments, they're above industrial uh, military complexes, but they've got strings in all of them. 
And if those controlling beings pull the string and say jump, then usually there's a kind of collective jumping. What the, the kind of strategy that's been going on across the world has been one of good cop, bad cop, really. It's played out over and over again. You know, who's the bad one? Who's the good one? And sometimes there's a real mixing up of who's good and bad. You know, you can't always tell, you know, because the media will have you believe one person's bad, but actually they're not that bad. Um, so with the global crisis going on at the moment, well, let's, let's actually let's backtrack before that. Because of the ascension process by the millennium, those forces governing the planet realized something was up and they had to neutralize it, which means drastic action. And the drastic action was 9-11, um, which was, um, you know, 2001. That was the first shock wave that the dark forces are not going to stand back and just allow star seeds to come in and send their love and light everywhere and all of this stuff. By the turn of the millennium, star seeds found themselves under psychic attack. You know, increasingly, a lot of, especially the public ones like me, I got, I've under, been under psychic attack almost constantly from the turn of the, of the millennium, really, I would say, even a bit before then, but mostly it's increased. And this is the dark arts training uh, about neutralizing the dark because the, the dark actually come to wake up star seeds as well. It's not that the dark are all bad. These are the bad guys. They're actually helping people to wake up as much as the light so 9-11 woke up a lot of people people woke up I, I remember thinking oh my gosh what just happened and for earth seeds a lot of them they look at it and the government says well it's a bunch of terrorists with pen knives you know and they go yeah it's a bunch of terrorists with pen knives and they just switch off the the mind just can't comprehend anything more than what they're told from a lot of places but star seeds looked at it and basically go what was that and then a lot of them started going into researching and looking around and going, oh, and people like, um, what's that? David Icke started coming out the woodwork and going, oh, there's reptilians. Be, be careful, the reptilians and all of that. And um, so then it progressed and people were waking up. But actually with the 2012 trigger point, the dark forces realized we got to do something drastic, you know, because the world's waking up. There's a lot of starseed souls coming in. And uh, this thing was released. The current thing was released. Now, anybody listening to this doesn't have to believe what I'm saying. This is just, I've done a lot of research and looking at it. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> I need a glass of something. Nice. I've looked at it with my partner endlessly because when, we when it first came out, we went, what is this? I remember looking at the early videos in China and seeing people dropping over almost dead, being carried away by police. I don't know if you've seen the early videos, but they're nothing like what's happening now. Whatever happened in Wuhan is not what's going on in the world now. Something else happened, something quite drastic. But on the back of that, um, something probably was released. I think the, it looks like the, nobody knows for sure, but the probability of something was released, a military grade weapon was released. That's my feeling. And there are a number of scientists coming out now saying that, you know, this virus has been experimented on and progressed to move it from a bat to a human. There have labs been dedicated to that and funding has been dedicated to that. Some people think it got out accidentally. I, I think it got, got deliberately released. Um, there's a great video uh, documentary called, I think it's called A New Normal or The New Normal. I, I can't remember where you find it now. You might find it on BitChute or somewhere. But it's a brilliant documentary into why they feel, that it's well researched, why they feel this virus was released. And it's released in conjunction with 5G. 
And 5G is part of a really big global reset. And that reset is around uh, AI. <clears throat> it's around um, uh, changing the way people live and work on the planet. And, you know, a lot of the people in the Illuminati have been very open about what this reset's about. They're, they're, they're coming out openly saying there is no going back to the old normal. There's, there's only going forward. People are talking about, you know, having cars, which with no drivers, you know, people like Elon Musk, you know, suddenly there'll be no cars. It'll all be automated. So you need 5G to do all this. And you need you needed um, you need this global issue to actually divert so much attention away to make it happen it's an old technique actually it happened in the burning times of the witches so in england when a lot of this ha was happening um there was a thing called enclosure the enclosure acts where a lot of common land was taken from the poor people you know they used to take their sheep out there and graze on common land the government just decided to grab loads of it and at the same time they launched the attack on the witches and all the anger was diverted onto them and people were killed but actually a lot of that anger was about land being taken away so it's an old technique so i think it is a new a new normal coming uh, i think the global elites are trying to reset capitalism and, and change everything and they pulled the strings on all the governments every single journalist is saying the same thing you know covid be careful danger alert alert what happened to journalism? They've all suddenly kind of got this, got the, you know, the automatic switch, you know, stop thinking and just read out the script. And that script is being read on every platform. Fortunately, a, a star seeds are not, I mean, star seeds see through the bullshit immediately. You know, I was on a, a march in London with nearly a million people. There's a lot of people going, this is bullshit. And they're waking up. They're not spiritually minded. They're not like, maybe doing even the research, but they know something's not right. And it's very reassuring. So at the moment, there's a lot of volatility because the old dark forces and the new lights coming in, it's creating a lot of volatility. And we're in this process at the moment of volatile chaos. You know, in America, you had the Trump administration, which also had a fair amount of chaos attached to it. And even though Joe Biden's kind of come in going, yeah, everything's normal now. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's just part of the old guard really he's not he's known he's not got anything new and uh, and even a lot of the governments around the world with very so-called you know uh, uh nice cop good cop um leaders are all part of it it's the good cop bad cop story and they're all part of the same they're all saying the same thing none of them are coming out going hang on a minute uh, i think one or two did i was the president of tanzania in africa just was like we're not buying this and he came out with some very public statements and uh Unfortunately, he died young. You know, one of those things. It's like, um, you, you, well, anyway, I could dive too deep in the conspiracy, but th th if you did, if you look too closely at the dark forces, and if you start researching them and start getting too public about them, you find that you might not live a long life because they're very careful about people coming out and blowing the whistle. And a few people I've seen revealing what they're up to have ended up having their lives shortened a little bit. You know, fortunately, the whistleblowers, you know, was it Snowden ran to Russia. So he's put a big finger up to uh, the American uh, administration. You're not having me. You know, and so that's good because he can he still can do something from the sidelines. I think people like Snowden, Assange has been kind of neutralized, but he did a great job for a long time of revealing what the dark side are up to. The dark side do not like whistleblowers. They hate them with a vengeance. And that's why they're being treated so appallingly, really. Mm -mm. That's also interesting, Steve. Let's dive into um, the Ascension because it's all part of the Ascension. So can you guide our listeners on the Ascension and the Starseeds process of, and part of that? 
Yeah, well, the ascension process, which is um, well, it, it, very easily, I call it 3D to 4D to 5D. 3D is the old world, and the old world is kind of gone. There isn't really a 3 the, the planet has moved out of 3D. 3D, as the planet itself, maybe not all parts of the human communities, but the planet's vibration has moved up to 4D. And um, so 3D is us versus them, separation, consciousness, fear, divide and rule, conquer, master, slave, persecutor persecuted you know all of these schisms masculine versus feminine is a big one because um, the goddess was banished a long time ago to allow patriarchy to come in and start putting all these pyramidical structures in place you know the world's full of pyramids and uh, the old pyramids at the top you've got the popes the prime ministers the generals and above them you've got the illuminati cabal pulling and the super elite you know with with so much money it's unbelievable i, I think if most people don't even realize how much money's floating about at the top that if that money was released the the world would be a very different place because there's a lot of people holding a lot of money that they don't need you know let's have another 20 billion or something you know why does a billionaire need another 100 billion dollars for it just doesn't make sense but anyway it fills a hole in their psyche no doubt so 3d is the newspapers if you want to know 3d still read the newspapers that tells you all about 3d it's all about who's to blame whose fault it is who should be fired who should be assassinated sometimes um 4d is about a new spiritual dimension comes in mastery which is around the, the key concept is you create your reality from the inside out that's the key concept in 3d we're victims we're martyrs of the world we have no power we fight against bigger forces our boss has the power our mother-in-law has the power the government has the power in 4d we take back the power they don't have the power we do i'm creating it from the inside out i create my reality personally and collectively so personally i can start changing my relationships i can start making new thoughts new decisions i can start sending a new vibration out into my reality collectively we're helping the collective shift i mean some of us one of my jobs on the youtube channel and others is to start putting out a different vibe collectively going it's not just about my reality but hey you guys start thinking differently start upping your game you know that's the whole point of the youtube channel um the higher ends of 4d is really it gets a bit cooler um 5d is a stabilization of of a higher vibration of christ consciousness of unity consciousness it's around expanding all limits to joy all limits to love so whereas 3d you learn about love through opposition to love in 5d you learn about love by expanding all limits to it so there are no limits to love in in families we're taught there's only so much love to go around or there's only so much money to go around or only so much fruit salad to go around whatever it is but in 5d it kind of expands out that it's me being abundant and, and expanding my limits actually helps the world. It doesn't detract. I'm not taking the pie from anybody else. I'm actually helping others expand their pies, which uh, means abundance and expansion of limits all around, really. So that's 3D to 5D. I think that, that tooth, it really, really kicked off in 1991. 91 was a kickoff from the old world really falling away and the new world coming online. 2012, trigger point, the, the Mayan calendar that moment was where the energies were equal the old fading energy was falling and the new one was coming up they were equal so the choice was which one are you going to choose now um the higher energies are ascending so the dark has less and less power i mean that's why they're doing all this frantic 
stuff because it's almost like desperation because they were hidden before. Now you can see them behind the curtains. Their antics are becoming hid, are becoming revealed. They can't hide in the shadows. So they're a bit desperate, doing desperate deeds. So the, so the, the twin tower thing, you know, the, the third tower that just collapsed to the ground and like, well, how did that happen? Oh, don't don't look at the third tower. Ignore that one. You know, and it, like people don't ignore that one. They're looking at they are looking at these things. Um, so that's basically the process. And the process happens from a personal level. So people can shift their reality very quickly in a few years, really. They can wake up into some people do it really fast. Maybe some people wake up totally in a year, some a few years. But the planet takes longer. Planet takes decades and decades. So what started in 91, really, I mean, it did start in the 60s, but really 1991 kicked off, will take up to 2030, 2050 to really stabilize, I think. So that's where I see it going. But the dark forces are like a wounded animal in the corner. They, they, we can't ignore them. They're still there, but we shouldn't fight with them. We should just uh, go beyond them. What are some of the roles that the star seeds are playing right now in this transition? Transition. Well, a load of star seeds are just absorbing light codes in their field. I mean, say just. It's a big job. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> They're becoming the caterpillar to the butterfly. So that they, they were living caterpillar about life lifestyles. And then they get the call up and suddenly they're going into the void space. They go into the cocoon. They come out butterflies, their wings open and they're like, oh, you know, I could do Kung Fu, you know, as Neo says, or I can, I can do more love or I can, I can expand my reality or I can do whatever or, or, and things start changing. Their life starts changing. The marriages dis disappear. The new jobs appear on the horizon. Maybe they decide to be self-employed and not work for the corporation anymore. Um, a lot of people going to healing. Uh, there's a lot of healers doing all kinds of things. A lot of the healers are channels, light language. It's a whole big thing these days. You're always seeing people doing light language or doing these kind of, you know, kind of exotic dances on YouTube or TikTok or whatever they're doing or Instagram. I mean, I, I do like it. I do feel that I don't do light language. But sometimes I do weird stuff with my hands, but I don't, I haven't got quite the exotic dance yet. I think it's a very beautiful thing. Maybe I have to practice. I don't know. <laughs> Um, there are people who are doing work with ley lines, uh, sacred sites, waking them up, clearing ley lines. Uh, there are people living off grid, <clears throat> building communities, growing their carrots and beetroots off grid and learning to be apart from the system. There are innovators like Steve Jobs, who's come to innovate. And I'm, I'm sure Steve Jobs was a starseed. You know, in, maybe they're not all perfect, you know, and starseeds are not all perfect. But he changed the world massively in terms of making technology more beautiful, more, you know, intuitive. You can use it more intuitively. I quite like my iPhone uh, and my iPad. I haven't quite got used to uh, um, the computer's uh, Apple computers, but I, but there we are. So he was one. A lot of star seeds came through the arts, especially the early ones in the sixties. Um, John Lennon, David Bowie, um, Jimi Hendrix, and a lot of these people. Their their lyrics are very expansive. They're like what? Um, some star seeds have come to work with plant medicine. Some with magic, some with ceremony, some with neutralizing the dark, which means learning how to block psychic attack, destroy old karmic links and cords and uh, neutralize energetic projections. All these kind of dark arts training, which I think I've been in for a long time. It's a bit like Hogwarts. You're in, you know, like it really is a bit like Hogwarts. You know, my, my partner who I've been with known for five years, really, where it, at the beginning, she said, you know, I'd like to learn more about what you're doing. And I did say, 
you're probably going to learn experientially, meaning the universe is going to throw you in, meaning the universe is going to give you some dark arts training. And she went, yeah, that's all right. And then uh, more recently, she said to me, oh, my God, I didn't really appreciate what you meant. She's been thrown in into it and i said it's great because now you can experience what i'm talking about and you can learn how to clear it and so she's great so now i can say can you just check me on this or that and it's great to have someone to check on me so i'm you know it's good to have a, someone watching your back you know um, and all that kind of thing so what else there are people whose job is awakening others to wake up people um there are a lot of star seeds in the world of writing and authors spiritual teachers going out there spreading the message like louise hay who wrote, you know, You Can Heal Your Life and then created a publishing company. And Hay House has helped spread the message. I had a lot of dealings with Hay House in London when I was working in the publishing side. <clears throat> so they're, they're, they're basically all over in every culture. They're in very dark bloodlines. That's another thing that, that starseeds go into. I think almost every starseed I've met has gone into a dark bloodline, meaning their family are dysfunctional. Uh, you know, one in 300 might say, my family are nice, <clears throat> but um, the bloodline itself would still be dark, you know, because we've all been through war, we've all been through slavery, colonialism, you know, empire building, all of that. All of our ancestors have been through that. So that's another part of the dark arts training is clearing out the bloodlines. And a lot of starseeds come in to really open up the bloodlines because bl bloodlines are a systemic energy. They're like an energy field that you can tune into of all your ancestors. And some of them were traumatized. Some of them were in difficulty. And so you're here. We're here actually as release valves for that, to release a lot of old energy on the bloodlines. And until we wake up, it's a pain because we don't realize that we're doing it. And we're taking on all this karma and angst and issues and gunk from the bloodlines. And we're the ones usually being the black sheep. We're the ones with all the stuff. We're the ones going into therapy going, why am I feeling not so great? And that's because we're like my two brothers are like, what's the problem? Why do you need therapy? We're good. Why? You know, another pina colada, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, another 10 years of therapy, I'll be fine. You know, I'm, what's all this gunk I'm feeling? But when we wake up, there's quicker ways of doing the gunk clearing than psychotherapy. Psychotherapy has a place, but it really can't clear ancestral stuff really well certainly not the traditional way and it can't clear a lot of energetic interference um but there are some transcendental or transcendent forms of psychotherapy of course but i, I think there's so many new processes coming online that um to help clear out other lifetime stuff bloodline stuff and present gunk from this life they're the main threads that starseeds have to deal with um, and so that's part of the training and sensitivity is a problem. We've got to learn good boundaries and keep out the, keep out the crap, let in the good shit, breathe out the bad shit. Isn't that, isn't that what they all sayings? Yeah. Breathe in the good shit, breathe out the bad shit. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what are some common personality traits for star seeds? Um, sensitivity is one of the main ones. They'll go into a room and they'll feel, or they may not, not go into the room and feel who's in the room. You know, they can know. Oh, I, when I worked in the kind of corporate world, I had a really difficult boss and I'd walk down the corridor into the main room and I'd, I would know by my feeling in my solar plexus whether she was there or not. And 10 times out of 10, my intuition would tell me and she was there. Um, if there's conflict going on, starseeds would usually feel it, even if it's not spoken about, they feel the undercurrents. They feel the shadow energies, which with everything that's not spoken about, if you know, 
because starseeds feel what's under the table, whereas non-starseeds go, what problem? Where's the problem? We don't know the problem until it hits them right in the mouth, you know, like bang. But a starseed can feel it. And so I always feel in, in, in families or if, if it can be done in families or in corporations or in workplaces, it's easier in small workplaces. It's a good, a good thing to do. Um, so what I did in my old uh, company, there was five of us working in the office. I used to have tea every day with them. And I just used to say, how are you doing? What's happening? What's happening? Are you okay? Is everything good? You know, and get a feel emotionally before anything brews and you could feel some, this tension. And I, uh, one of my colleagues, he was very good at bottling stuff up. I just say, so how are you? What's happening? Are you okay? And then it'd be like, oh, let me tell you. And then it'll come out and it stops all explosions, really, if you can neutralize it. And so that's on the positive side. Starseeds are able to feel into the shadow, the collective shadow of families or of corporations. But they're not meant to express it. They're not meant to, if other people are being, you know, we don't want to express our anger, we'll let you do it for us. We don't want to do that. We're, we shouldn't be buying in. Well, I'll be angry for you. Or no, you know, you can feel it, but we shouldn't be expressing it. Another attribute is the one of not feeling a place in the world, not feeling a home. Uh, it's quite common, really. Where is my home? And really feeling grounded in the body because a lot of starseeds don't even feel they want to be here because it's too difficult. So really feeling the body is the home and wherever my body is, is home and making home wherever it is. Because uh, that feeling, a feeling of abandonment by spirit can happen because of um, the feeling of being really super connected and then the density of this realm disconnecting that connection and so there can be a like where have you gone spirit what's happened you know am i abandoned um but no one is abandoned it's just about waking up and starseeds resist their path like everyone else everyone resists their path um starseeds and non-starseeds resistance is normal and starseeds when they wake up maybe they resist their waking up they don't want to do it you know because uh, an awakening is inconvenient basically you know it can destroy a marriage it can destroy a job it can destroy where you are, it, can destroy, it destroys an old life, basically. You, you find a new life, but it's not very nice. You go, my old life is disappearing. Where's it gone? You know, that can happen. My, my old life twice disappeared for two awakenings. And I'm like, oh, this is getting boring. I, I was quite enjoying this, the last life. You know, why did it have to go? I, I had a nice apartment, nice part of London. Everything was good. Spirit went, no, no, you're lazy. Come on. They wanted me to do this, which I wasn't going to do. I was going to sit and do that nice, cozy job, and they weren't having it. So they said, get out there, which is what I'm doing. So there is a feeling of um, uh, when, when Starseed's waking up a tension that only is resolved when they fully embrace the tension and fully embrace the awakening. Otherwise, the tension will keep going. Soul tension. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, it does. And it's quite an awakening, you know, coming around. What are some common issues that Starseed's face? you know, during this awakening? Uh, lack of grounding, because I don't want to be in the body. Physical symptoms, such as headaches, dizziness. Uh, even people think, you know, I'm, people think they've got a brain tumor or a heart problem. Uh, they might think some serious illness is coming on, which is really just an awakening process. It doesn't mean not check yourself out, get your blood pressure checked out, see your doctor, of course. But often it's, nothing they can find particularly it's energetic um emotional ups and downs roller coaster crying laughing feeling deeply peaceful feeling joyful anxious crying ah you know it can be a really roller coaster for a while sometimes mentally 
the mind can go crazy with it because the mind doesn't understand what's happening. The mind's going, what's going on? It's a bit like the caterpillar turning into a butterfly. It's going, what's happening? Oh my God, what's going on? I used to love crawling across the leaves and munching. What's all these weird wings coming out, you know? And we that's why we resist it. We just don't know. So there's physical, energetic, emotional, mental. The ego goes crazy. The ego mind starts yammy, yammy, yammy. What's happening? You know, you should have listened to your mother. Whatever's, we all have a different one. You should, don't be, don't say that. Don't be too visible. Don't come out. Don't wear that crystal jewelry. Oh, the yammy, yammy, which is a protection. You know, don't start dressing too weirdly. Don't start speaking about angels in public. There's these resisting voices because they, they don't want us to be hurt or harmed. And so the ego gets to be upgraded. And that's a slow process where these yammy, yammy ego starts to calm down and go, okay, maybe it's not so bad. <sighs> Let's breathe. Okay. It's all right to talk about angels. No, you haven't been killed yet. All right. And so the ego gets upgraded because we can't take a 3D ego into a 5D reality, basically. No, we cannot. Yeah. Good point. And what kind of support do starseeds need? Finding their soul tribe is good. Um, finding friends who really understand and people are on a similar journey. And that will happen when you embrace the awakening. You'll find people. Old friends will go away and new people come in because nature avoids a, a, a bores a vacuum. So new people come in. You need to hang out where star seeds hang out. Go and go on Eventbrite and go on Meetup and go and find places where they are. Go to workshops, do retreats, start hanging out with spiritual teachers, find out what's the, the new wave all about. Uh, practical support, people you can just kind of have a cup of tea with and have a shoulder to cry on is really, really good. Um, I love, one of the things that really helped me was finding beautiful cafes and tea shops or coffee shops in America, you know, since you threw all our tea in Boston Harbor, it's coffee shops for you guys over there, I think, isn't it? So uh, find coffee shops or tea shops where you can sit there and feel inspired or, or places in nature that you feel is your power spot where you can just go, oh, this is amazing. Or go visit sacred sites, places which will help you wake up. Um, on my YouTube channels, transmissions, which are very good for awakening and opening up the mind, expanding the mind. So you realize you're not crazy. Um, actually, there's a lot of love and support out there. You're just part of a wave. You're not doing it all by yourself. You're, you're, we're all a wave. You know, it's not just about me, you. We're all doing it together. And I'm relying on the, the collective starting to wake up and go, come on, guys. You've got to get bored with all this uh, nonsense going on out there. Look through the look through the nonsense. And I'm seeing like in Europe and probably not America yet, but in France, big demonstrations going on against what they're doing there in Britain, in London, and in I think Germany as well. And Latin America, there are places where a lot of people are marching going, we don't want this nonsense. We don't believe, you know, I, my son works in the NHS anyway, the medical national medical uh, thing. And he showed me an actual mask that keeps out viruses because he had to have one and it's basically a complete helmet with two huge filters like something out of star wars and these masks it's like having a ring fence to keep out mosquitoes going well i'm safe now i've got my ring fence around my property mosquitoes can't come in but actually yes they can and that ring fence is not as safe as you think you know it's stupid all of that um anyway but that's that side <clears throat> so uh, support is a big thing Support is a really big thing to have on the journey. It's, it's one of the most essential things, really. And anything that helps you get over your resistance, you know, even things like mindfulness can be great. Simple mindfulness, um, just to calm the mind down. Emotional stuff for emotion. I do um, 
even I've got this wonderful osteo osteopath and just doing body work is great. She just kind of wiggles my body, gets my head and crick. I don't really like her doing it, but it does help me. You know, she kind of works on my body. I do um, various healing modalities because I feel that for people who are awakening, you need some healing around. I go and do some polarity therapy here, EMDR over there. I try out a lot of different stuff because I think that, you know, awakening is clearing lots of layers of the onion mm -hmm. and we can't do it all ourselves. We need people to help us. So, yes. yes, we yeah. do. <laughs> you your transmissions. I love your transmissions. I listen to them all the time. They come in your, um, in your email and Describe how did you come upon these transmissions? How do they work and where can people find them? So you can find them on my website, which is the soul matrix. Uh, hey, there it is up there. The yeah. soul matrix.com. <laughs> and my partner told me to get that. She said, get professional. I'm like, okay. Lovely. We'll do. We'll do. So YouTube, um, Steve Nobel, you'll find this. It's actually 129,000 now, which is quite nice. It's getting bigger. The, the group is getting bigger. So they first came five years ago, I think. I was in Greece. I used to run writing retreat retreats uh, in my transition between the old world and new. And I wasn't sure what I'm doing. Well, I thought I've written five books. Why don't I teach authors to write, do writing retreats? It's, we can go to nice places like Greece and Spain. It sounds like, well, that's a good idea. So I was in Greece doing this writing retreat and there was a little chapel on the edge of the ocean. You could fit about eight people in there, eight little wooden stores and a little one of these old little orthodox chapels no one was in there so I went in and I sat there the, the sea was pounding on the rocks outside and um, and I started to have this download I'm like "Ooh, what's that someone was trying to connect with me and I <clears throat> sat for about an hour in there and afterwards I'm like "Ooh, I was a bit slow in those days it was a bit early, early and I'm like duh what, what's going on I don't know what's that what are you trying to tell me and it took three or four days to unravel the first the transmission, which was the Earth Star Goddess, which was this goddess energy. And when I first did it, I'm like, but I'm not a woman. I haven't got a womb. I shouldn't be doing. I can't transmit Earth Star Goddess. And I got the I got the the message. Do it. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And so I did that one. And in the early days, there wasn't a lot of people listening to him. But I just thought I'm being told to do them. I do them. And they were very higgledy-piggledy. One, the goddess here, nothing over there would be a chakra there, something else there. And I'm like, they're all over the place. I can't make any sense of it. But I just went with it. But now I can see all the jigsaw pieces. There's, I don't know, two or 300 of them. And they're starting to form mandalas together in ways that my mind couldn't have seen or predicted. And then now it's turned into a whole library of resources around clearing the chakras, getting on your soul mission, clearing resistance, dealing with the ego, um, clearing entities, dissolving cords, closing openings and portals and energy filters. Everything I'm learning in the dark arts, I throw up there going, guys, have a listen and do it for yourself. Uh, anyone interested in the, in the current crisis, there's a black angelic fire transmission, which is, which is helpful in dealing with um, not only for people who've taken a jab, but for people who've got the problem of shedding which is, I don't know if you've heard about the spike protein shedding, which is a real problem, actually. I've experienced it. And so that helps clear the shedding because even if you've not had the jab and if you're in a, around a lot of people who have had it, you can start picking up a lot of toxic energy. And I, I, I wasn't sure I believed in it until I started experiencing it and it started to affect my throat particularly. But it affects different people in different ways. So there's black angelic fire. I've got ultraviolet fire. The ultraviolet fire is very good for clearing a whole range of things. I do like that one a lot. 
and there's a whole range of affirmations. So I started building all of that up. Um, so there's affirmation tracks, there's meditations, there's transmissions, which are the longer, deeper ones, usually transmitting a, an angelic energy, usually, or a goddess energy. There's higher light decrees, which are, which are really more, more like um, statements of intent, not affirmations. It's like spirit, clear now, do now, do my laundry now, make me a coffee now type of thing. You know, they're more like that. And we've got to ask spirit for help. And so spirit goes, hopefully, all right, I'll do it for you. Clear that, get that out of the way, protect you there. And the other ones are Ascension News, which is really me just talking about different aspects of the Ascension process. And I've got another YouTube channel actually with a lot of um, interviews with other spiritual teachers as well. So I've got two, two YouTube channels actually. Yeah. I found that recently. That's great too. Yeah. yeah. Spiritual teachers on there speaking about what's going on. Yeah. And I've got a social media site as well, which is, you can find it on my website where it's about 11,000 star seeds mm -hmm. all joining a bit like a Facebook. Cause I didn't, I got fed up with big brother, Facebook censoring me and telling me what he wanted and throwing up covid fact checking messages every well, i don't know so i've set up my own platform and it's i'm big brother and i'm pretty nice big brother i'm not really you know you have to be really mean to to upset big brother in my platform i'm on there everybody can come on there friendly <laughs> yeah everyone's friendly they're all friendly so. yeah and you also do a spiritual entrepreneur you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you have a book coming out in september yeah i have a book coming out and that book is divided into four sections well it's an introduction the first section is an open door and the open door looks about becoming an entrepreneur or starting the journey and all the various nuts and bolts of starting are you ready is it for you the second section is called an open mind it looks at resistance to the journey and even if you've got a business take, taking a next step up could create resistance so it's all the resistance patterns of being on the entrepreneur journey and how to get past them going beyond resistance and opening up to what's beyond resistance the third section is uh, an open chat open channel which is really a fusion of masculine and feminine energies in business because business has been masculine dog eat dog for so well you know men are at the top and women at the bottom uh intuition imagination all these creativity have been discarded but now they're all being invited back in you know even megalith companies like google and um Amazon realize you need a little bit of creativity, you know, even Facebook, the evil Facebook realize you need a little bit of creativity to get people going. And so um, these energies are coming back into business. So the goddess is returning, thankfully, in business. And it's a fusion of these energies, which helps awaken the magic, these archetypes, the warrior, the trickster, the storyteller, the magician, the lover, the, um, the leader, uh, the channel, the healer, all of these archetypes really ignite when we when we bring these two forces together the infinity sign of the masculine and feminine working together in the sacred marriage at last after thousands of years the last section is called open flow which is about going with the flow creating a bigger reality expanding what's possible and uh, voila you know and that's coming out in september it's been a work of love really i've written eighty thousand words already it might be about eight between 80 and eighty-five thousand. it should be on kindle in September and hopefully I'll be able to publish some books after that. Awesome. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. You also have um, your free ebook entitled star seeds. So if anybody wants to go online and check that out, do you have anything yeah. to say about that? Yeah, I wrote that in 2016 at the beginning of my journey. I had hardly any clients. I wasn't busy. So I thought, well, I might as well do something. So I spent six weeks writing this 60 page 
uh, ebook. It's had 90,000 downloads. So it's been the most successful book I've ever written because it's 90,000 potential customers or clients or connections. So in terms of a great business card, it's wonderful. And it's really a bit about my journey and, um, you know, how I got on this journey, the things which happened to me. You know, I haven't mentioned a lot of the weird stuff that happened to me. I've had a lot of, in my dark night of the soul, for example, just to, to explain one, one weird thing that happened to me. I used to be blowing up electrics. You know, internets used to blow up in houses and, and crystals used to explode in my hand. You know, it's very embarrassing. Someone gave me a large crystal, like a really big one, uh, like the size of this. And it was actually, a, this is not a tourmaline, but it was that kind of size. This is, wow. it was a black tourmaline they gave me. And I, as a present, I opened it up and it exploded in my hand and I, I wrapped it. I closed it. I went, thank you. They didn't see it blew up and it just split into two. And uh, actually, I wrote in another book about it. And they said afterwards, I, I read that the, the crystal I gave you blew up into two. I'm so sorry. Let me get you another one. I said, no, no, of course, that's fine. Don't worry about it. And then there was another incident where this healer was going, oh, you're going through a hard time. Let me let me put my hand on your heart chakra at the back and heal you. And her ring she had a shell ring. It was a ring crystal. It's kind of a shell in it. The shell exploded. And I was like, oh, look, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore. It's kind of calmed down. My energy's all calmed down now. So it's all right, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of weird really things that happened. Energy. <laughs> yeah. Great. Is there anything um, that we didn't cover that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Um. Don't worry too much about the global, global nonsense. Um, the dark is on the way out. You, you know, uh, there is a lot of shifts to happen. I think what's happening on the planet is really to help the collective wake up. The non-star seeds have to wake up. When they wake up, the planet will change because the star seeds are about maybe less than probably 5%, maybe 7% of the planet. So the majority of people on the planet are not star seeds. When they wake up, the sleeping dragon will turn everything around. That's what starseeds are doing. Come on, dragon, wake up, you know, see the nonsense, what's going on. And then uh, the planet will completely change. I mean, starseeds, I mean, now in Portland, you had the um, Black Lives Matter kind of stuff going on there, but starseeds by and large should not get too involved in any kind of violent, it's not really good for their energy fields, but they're really good at spreading information and chatting to people and opening people's minds. But I do recommend, you know, I went on a peaceful march in London. Peaceful marches are great, but stay away from anything that's a bit too volatile. Yes. Stay in my final bit of advice. Love, for sure. And how can people find you, Steve? Uh, Thesoulmatrix.com or YouTube, Steve Nobel uh, on Instagram, Steve Nobel 101 on Twitter, the underscore soul underscore matrix. Uh, where else am I? Uh, I can't remember. Facebook, Steve Nobel. Oh, well, you, I think you'll find a link to my Facebook on my website. I can't remember because I hacked into it and I had to create a new one. Oh. So uh, I lost 70,000 connections, had to, but I'm rebuilding it and meeting new friends, which is nice. Good. Glad you're able to build it up after being hacked. That's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> all part of the process, right? <laughs> yeah. It's all part of the deal. <laughs> awesome. So it's been great having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Liz. Thanks very much. Everybody look up Steve and thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with everyone today and hearing you, Steve. It's been great. Thank you so much. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at raise a vibe with Liz and my website at Liz's healing touch.com. And I'm Liz Peterson and raise the vibe with Liz. Have a great day, everybody. And remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you 
for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.